I mean, nobody can be as much of a weeb as Steve. Steve yeah. Like, I'm trying to get to his level. The last time I saw him, he had blue spiky hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and subtitles were under him. And, and sometimes I can feel his killing intent. Like, it's just <laughs> like... spiritual can... pressure. <laughs> My Ryatsu. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shadow stuff He on. did tell us about a story involving a samurai oh. sword. Hey, 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 everybody. You already know what it is. As they say, Return of the Brad. Return I was going to say the Return the of the Black. The Return of the Black, but I said that's a little bit too much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a while. I haven't, I, haven't been, I, I haven't been the first voice that you heard in a minute, so uh, it's good to be back. And you already know who's in the building. We got the boys. What's up? The brothers. Did I say the boys? The brothers. The what's brothers. up, Kyle? What's happening with you, man? Hey, what's going on, Brad? I'm doing good, man. It's, uh, not too much going on. Having a good day. That's what's up. That's what's up. And, uh, of course, we have the other brother, our brother Steve. What is happening, brother Steve? How are you brother doing, Steve. Sir? I don't know why, but brother Steve always sounds a little more culty than, like, brother Brad or brother Kyle. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because it's well, for you? I, 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 don't I don't know. I grew up in, like, southern, you know, Baptist churches, mm-hmm. so... Brother Deacon, <laughs> you know, like that's mm-hmm. super normal. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Steve. Like brother is normal, but for some reason, brother Steve, maybe it's a character. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because you imagine yourself like running a cult if you were called brother Steve. <laughs> maybe uh, I'm just <laughs> you're projecting like, brother Steve. <laughs> my future plans. Yes, my acolytes <laughs> <laughs> light the torch. But um. But yeah, man, I mean, I, I I feel like we've always had like a whole bunch to say before we start the episode. But today I feel like we can get right into this, man. Like, I, I don't I feel like we don't have any prefaces. Let's do it. It's just just the episode. It's just going to be greatness. So, um, yeah. So today we're going to return to one of our old friends, anime. We haven't talked anime in a while. It's just been like a lot of gaming stuff, which is cool. I mean, I love games. I can talk with games all the time. But I figured... You know, hey, let's talk a little bit anime. So today, I just want to talk a little bit about like what initially drew us in the animes. You know, what really resonates for for us in anime, and kind of you know the differences between American animation and Japanese animation, and really what we see in in the in those differences and how they they matter. So, I guess out the gate, let me ask you guys like. What initially drew you into anime? I'm assuming we all saw it like on TV or something like that. Right. But what was the, I don't know, what drew you into anime and, you know, what made you go, wow, like, I think I'm going to keep watching. Uh, I, I guess we could start with the boy, Steve. I know you're an anime uh, aficionado. I think that's the word. You, so. you, you, uh, <laughs> you honor me. Um, my first anime experience outside of like. Well, you're right. I, mean, I think seeing it on TV, watching Pokemon and Digimon. Uh, I didn't have, again, I didn't really have cable growing up. So I wasn't watching Cartoon Network. I wasn't watching Toonami. So I missed out on all those, on, on the the coming of age of all my friends. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, Pokemon and Digimon, I think at the as a child, I didn't realize... I just thought of it as cartoons, you know, I'm like, whatever, it's just, it's just yeah. cartoons. It's drawn a little weird, <laughs> not weird, different, 
but it's just it's distinct right like pokemon looked like digimon i was like oh okay whereas other cartoons didn't really look like each other um i don't know man i remember i remember growing up and eventually understanding this is what anime is but i was really ignorant of like not just the cultural differences but just the genre differences I was like, oh, it's just Japanese cartoons. Why is everyone so like, mm-hmm. why does everyone feel the need to categorize this and make it weird? Like, let people watch cartoons. It's fine. And over, t- over time, I realized that was ignorant and it is different. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, as far as what drew me in, is that, is that still the question? Am I getting ahead of us? Yeah. I mean, you would, whatever is on your mind, brother. brother oh, whatever's stay, on stay. my mind? Let me tell you yeah. of the show I've been watching. No. Um, <laughs> Deep. <laughs> I have been watching something recently. It's not anime, but <laughs> it's so... St- oh, <laughs> we could talk about it some other time. I um, Just ask me about Larva. Mm? Those oh, of you who know, hey. know. But if not, if you're, if you're ignorant, feel, feel free to ask me about it. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be a follow-up question. I'm going to write All that right, down. All right, good. Write, write that down. <laughs> I hesitate to ask. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember thinking, this is different. I changed my mind. But what got me into into anime like as a genre and actually liking it, I think it was in college. It must have been before college, but all I can think about... No, no, no. Yeah, it was in high school. When I had other people that were super into anime... And we're like mm-hmm. passing them around, like, "Oh, have you seen this? Have you watched this?" Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned Elf and Lead before, and I've talked about how it's kind of a trash anime, and it's really sketchy, and I don't really suggest it necessarily. But I remember watching that, and I'll yeah, and just being kind of blown away, like, "Wow, this is so different from <laughs> from other cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's violent. It's very." culturally not what i expect and since then i've really just learned to appreciate the fantasy and kind of the outlook that japanese writers i think tend to have that american writers maybe don't have or haven't had in the past Mm. um i love the fantasy elements you know that kind of comes from japanese lore and folk tales and mythology um i like the takes on other cultures that japanese people do Sometimes I like them. Sometimes I'm like, this is goofy. This is corny. Uh, they, they, I, yes, that's a way to put it. They're corny. Yeah, but <laughs> I like that they do it. You know, it's it's interesting to see how they do things. And uh, now it is like, you know, cool fighting anime and, mm-hmm. and explosions and beautiful art and nice music. Okay, cool. So what about you, Kyle? Yeah, I think uh, I think I have overall <clears throat> pretty similar, I guess, origins of, as to what drew me to anime. Um, yeah, I was into you know drawing, art, and stuff, cartoons like many many other kids of our day. You know, we had we had the Saturday morning cartoons, and mm-hmm. so you know there was a little bit of overlap where they play. You know, because for kids, they would play some some of the anime and. Uh, and so I'd watch it on those. But before that, um, just to kind of in the same vein as, you know, noticing there was something different before that, pretty much all I would watch is like Disney stuff. And 
So, like, if you look at Disney, like, and then you watch anime for the first time, it's just like, whoa, what is this? Because yeah, you got yeah. all these hard edges drawn on these characters. You have these <laughs> this lighting, this perspective. The sharp you know, chins, big sharp, eyes. The sharpest <laughs> that chins. The sharpness. The sharpness. Right. Big hair, you know, yeah. and, and like nobody's moving. Because in Disney, everybody's like over animated, you could argue. But then in anime, it was like when somebody's fast, they barely move at all. And like when they're talking, they're just sternly looking at each other, blinking a little bit. And it took me years to understand what the mouth flaps meant. The know? mouth was flapping, but the chin and, and jaw were not articulating. <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. like, this, Disney, this ain't. Interesting. But I'm into it. And so, you know, I was watching Sonic X. You know, that was kind of, and Kirby right back at you. Kirby <gasps> right back at you. Yes. Were kind of like my transition shows, I guess. Mm. And um, because I really played more games about anime than I watched in the beginning. Like I was aware of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z from the games. And then, you know, of course, like like you, Steve, I watched Pokemon and Digimon when they came on TV. But, you know, I, I think I actually might have played the game Pokemon Blue before I actually watched the anime. I, I'm of not course. 100% yeah. certain. Um, hmm. basically happened at the same time yeah it was really really close and so yeah all that kind of just fell together um yeah and and similar i didn't i didn't have cable until i was in high school and so i didn't watch anime proper until i was older and so i, I missed out on it too the friends would, my friends would talk about it in eighth grade um about roni kenshin I remember that distinctly because I wanted to watch it so stinking bad and I had no way to. And they would just talk about it all recess long and I'd be out of the loop. <laughs> so I'll never forget that. Um, and so that, that kind of drew me into it, in, into it too. I guess the FOMO. <laughs> yeah, FOMO is real, especially for kids. Yeah. Yeah, especially when your friends are talking about something and you have no idea. It just sounds cool and there's no way for you to access it. So you just kind of like create even a greater like imagination around that thing like what are you talking right about? this sounds so crazy and it met the expectations like it, it it fit the hype anime was everything that they said it was and more yeah i think there was like a there was a missing piece of culture that anime filled for us because kids shows were usually really wholesome and really lighthearted and fantastical. Well, everything's fantastical, but, uh, you know, there generally wasn't something that was dark or mature or had like interesting characters, you know, it was, the characters were goofy in a lot of American cartoons. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, think about like courage, a cowardly dog, goofy characters that don't really like, as far as character studies, the show's not great, but people loved the <laughs> creepy horror themes and, right. you know, the darkness of it because it was different. And I think anime filled that yeah. need. And a lot of edgy kids who didn't really fit into the cliques and the cool kids at school probably felt like, oh, this is this is the culture that I, that's for me. Like everything else is for them. This is for me. It, You know. I feel like for me, the f- 
anime. I, it's hard for me. I, I was like, even as I, I like kind of came up with this idea for the, the conversation and like thinking through as you guys are talking, I'm trying to like remember the first anime that I ever watched, even if, because I think kind of like you guys, I wasn't aware that it was an anime. Yeah. I just knew it was a cartoon and it was cool, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was on Cartoon Network, you know, and I feel like the first anime I ever like that I ever I mean, I saw like Voltron when I was like a little, little kid, but I didn't really watch it. I, had, I have an older brother. He's five years older than me. So like that was his show and I would periodically see it, but it didn't really make sense. Does Voltron wait? Sorry, let me think about this. Transformers is an American show, right? I bl- I I don't know if it originated in the US, you. but I think it is. I'm pretty sure it did. But Voltron is not. I thought I've always kind of put them together, no. but I guess Voltron is more like Gundam. Yeah, Voltron is like the the OG. Like yeah. I think it precedes almost every anime from like a like like i think it's like power rangers and like voltron were like the first like real japanese well, like common rider i think was before power rangers who common exactly. rider that's the, not even an anime yeah. but yeah yeah i mean power but, rangers is either i think but. like ultraman yeah like i think like popular like really popular like kids things like those were like the first big ones that came from Jap- Japan, mm-hmm. as far as yeah, sure. I know. I mean, like other shows I'm pretty sure existed, you know, like there's probably shows from other countries that came over. But like, you know, we all know Power Rangers, but Power Rangers was slick because what they did was they, you know, stole put Amer- American actors for like the cutscenes, <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then just dubbed over the action, you know, which was super smart. It worked so like, stinking well really whoever did that deserves genius an oscar yeah and they somehow managed to localize (laughs) and you know it's it's really smart but then when you (laughs) of course when you go back knowing that you can see all the little holes Mm -hmm. like oh that yeah that's why you know they 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 had to write out a character for a whole episode because (laughs) the footage they're using for this fight (laughs) doesn't have that that ranger in it right like just imagine like the writer studio like these whoever was in there was killing it you know so for me like voltron was like something i was aware of but didn't watch i i i have to say it was dragon ball z for me yeah but i and and i know and, and i was growing up playing a lot of games video games and i knew that video games were coming from japan like i was aware of that and i did at some point connect the two like, oh, these are, like, very similar. And I think that connection point happened with Pokemon, like you guys were saying. Right. Like, I'm playing the Pokemon game. I'm in sixth grade. I know I was watching Dragon Ball Z before sixth grade because I remember talking about it with my friends in sixth grade. I know I was playing Pokemon before sixth grade because I, you know, whatever. But, like, I remember there's this girl. Uh, her name was Victoria. Ooh. And she lived... Like, oh, I might have explained this a long time ago, but, like, the the school system I grew up in, like, I had to, like, basically get bused across Atlanta oh, yeah. to get to my school. So, it took, like, two hours to get to school. You told us about that. So, pretty much any show that came on before, like, 536, I was, compl- like, me and all my friends were unaware of, right? <laughs> but 
there was a few people who lived like within the area of the school a little bit closer or they got picked up by their parents. So they got home earlier. And I remember this girl, Victoria, she was like, have y'all seen the Pokemon show? And we were like, what? Pokemon has a show? Like, I remember all our friends like, y'all, you lying, you lying, you making that up. Like, you know, like, like we're wow. kids. And she's like, no, like there's a Pokemon show. It comes on at 430. We're like, of course it comes off at 4.30 because you can't, like, none of us get home at 4.30. So we know you're lying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, and she's like, no, it comes on at 4.30 and, like, with ashes in it and there's Pikachu and this is, you know, and we're like, this is all made up. Eventually, I don't know what happened. They changed the time slot on Pokemon to be a little bit later. And it was like, it took over the school, you know? Mm. Of course, it took over the world for all kids and the kid got hit by a train and all kind of stuff, you know, like, Pokemon became a thing. But uh, that was the first time that I really felt like there's a connection between, like, Japan and, like, you know, anime. Like, that. there's something different here. Right. Because it was like you knew it was different, but you didn't really know why. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you knew it. And, uh, and then from then on, it was just... I mean, honestly, I feel like Cartoon Network and Toonami was it. I mean, and of course, like, WB Kids had some anime and stuff like that. But, like, Toonami is really what I feel oh, like sure. ingratiated me to anime. And and at the time, I didn't even know it was anime. But Dragon Ball, I started to know was Japanese because my brother was older and he had access to the internet and was talking about, you know. Hello? Hello? R2-D2? <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you I just heard R2-D2. I heard it. But... <laughs> R2-D2, but yes. your highness. <laughs> but... My... <laughs> But but my brother, you know, he was on the internet and showing us Super Saiyan 3, Goku, and we were just blown away, and it was in Japanese, so, yeah. So, so l- let me ask Ooh. you guys, you know, Steve? Sorry. Oh, go ahead. This might come up again later, but I just want to say, I have a cousin who's older than me, and I remember being at his house when I was a child, and he showed me the Animatrix, which was pretty cool. Oh, hmm. And I had, I had, I don't even know if I had seen The Matrix at that point. Like I was super young. Um, oh, you know what? I had, I had like seen bits and pieces of The Matrix. I had it played come out before then. Yeah, it definitely did. But I just, I hadn't sat down and watched it. Like I might have seen pieces on TV. I played part of the video game on PlayStation Two at a friend's house, so I was aware of it. But I didn't really know all the ins and outs. But he showed me the Animatrix, and then he showed me Ghost in the Shell. Ooh. And I did not have the mental capacity <laughs> no, nobody does. to understand what was going nobody on. Does. All I saw was this intro CGI, ugly looking sequence. It, at the time, it was gorgeous. And this cool music. And there's like tanks mm-hmm. and invisible robots. Oh, was and great. I was like, I am so in. I will, this will always be my favorite. <laughs> Every time I see him, I mention like, did you, do you remember how you basically turned me into a weeb in one day? <laughs> He's like, I knew what I was yeah. doing. Shout out to yes. older cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Showing you things that you shouldn't see. Yes. <laughs> same. Same. I had older cousins show me all the kind of things. I, <laughs> you know, just like shows and like, oh, I didn't know this was a thing. You know. Um, how do they get access to this stuff? They're older. They're older. That's it. That's it. Just because they're older. And then when you're older, like sometimes you have like your friends will give you stuff, like and and you can like tran like if you're like five or six or seven or eight nine, you don't really know how to hide things. True. (laughs) You know, but when you're like a like 
middle school teenager you're starting to learn so <laughs> learn know, how to deceive yes you really are you know i have a whole story about that me and shalene were just talking about but i'm not that's a side tangent so anyway um <laughs> i was gonna ask this question because you brought it up steve nice so what was the first anime that you sought out on your own Ooh, that wasn't like per, that you saw on a tv show but something that you had to find via some other medium online, buy the DVDs, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Like, other. Do, you, do you remember? <laughs> uh, hmm. I mean, I can answer this because I, I know what mine was. Yeah, it was. Um, my, mine was Bleach. Ah. And I remember the exact sequence of events that led up to me fi- like learning about Bleach. So I had a friend. Shout out to Leon. What's up, Leon? uh leon uh good friend back in high school and uh we used to hang out and talk and we had different classes together and leon like we're talking one day and he like just says to me he's like i feel like i i know a show that you would like <laughs> like he said it kind of like just on the slick like, like we we're just talking like he's never suggested a show to anyone before and he's afraid of what might happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i mean so there's a little bit of context in the sense that, like, this is in high school, and this is the first time I've been in a real multicultural environment. Like, I grew up my whole life around people who look like me, you know, black people. And this time, I was going to school with white people, black people, Asian people, Hispanic people, you know, Indian people who are also Asian. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was getting immersed into a lot of different cultures, and Leon was uh, an Asian guy, right? And... I think most of the time, like me and like me and like Leon, like we'd hang out and we were cool, but like we just didn't talk about that kind of stuff. I guess you could say, if that makes sense. So I think he knew that I was down, but I don't know if he knew I'd be. He's like, oh, I know you like these kind of shows. And I know you like video games. I think you might like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at this point, like anime, like Bleach, that's like was hardcore, like because. It wasn't on TV, and it wasn't in English. You know what I'm saying? So it was the real deal. So it was the real deal. And you had to go to, like, a sketchy website or use a, like, Kazaa or Bearshare for anybody who knows what that is. Mm -hmm. Like a peer-to-peer downloader. And you had to go, you know, you had to do a lot of effort to get these episodes. Also, they're getting released on, like, every weekly, right? And there are all these different dubbers, and the dubs were different. And they were like, missed time. Like, there was, it was a very different Wild Wild West. I was about to say Wild Wild West. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, so, like, it was an investment. So, like, even him approaching me about it, and then he told me, like, hey, there's this anime I think you'll like. It's called Bleach, but it's not in English. And I was like, really? And he was like, he's like, it's a show. Like, I don't even think he said anime. He's like, it's, he might have just said a show, it's an anime. And he was like, it's in, it's in Japanese. But it says English subtitles. I can tell you, like, where to go to get it. I think you'll like it. Hmm. And I was like, huh. Like, it, it piqued my interest. And at this time, I think I was still on dial-up. So, like, downloading stuff was you know, not, like, like especially a full episode. Oh, yeah. Right. You know. Hours. And this was, Space like, hours. three, like, 48p. <laughs> it was more, it was, like, five, me- you know, it was, like, 50 megabytes. And that's a lot, you know, a commitment. So I just remember going, you know what, let me check this out. And I remember hearing that 
anime intro with the Japanese music for the first time. I'd never heard Japanese intros before. Ooh. You know? Oh, because the four kids jokers would yeah. put the, the, the cringiest. <laughs> oh, yeah. dragon, dragon, ball the dragon, dragon, ball the. <laughs> you know, like, like, digital monsters. You, you remember <laughs> you them, though. That's true. You remember. True. And they're for us American kids, but this was Japanese, you know, and and I was like, whoa. Like, it it was, like, real professional I, music I'd never heard before. And then Bleach. And it was just, like, adult, deep. Like, I, I can still, I can feel it. Now I'm getting goosebumps. I remember watching it the first time on my computer in the living room at night because I didn't want to, like, disturb anybody. And I'm, like, got my headphones on. I'm, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know? And that was it. I was done. I was an anime weeb from that now point on. Like, and Bleach, and the next was Naruto, and then, you know, it was wow, changed my life, <laughs> changed my. So shout out to Leon, shout out to Leon, man. What's up, Leon? Shout out to Leon. You got any Rex, bro? <laughs> Come through, Leon. <laughs> Come through. He was my plug. He was my anime plug, man. He said Leon's somebody's older cousin. <laughs> he, he was mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So do, do y'all remember the first, like, how y'all got in, introduced to? The so, real deal, I think, yeah. and it was kind of later in life because I did I didn't have good internet at home. I still don't. Like my parents still have very lousy internet, um, so I I didn't have really the means, I guess, to search out anime before I went to college. Believe it or not, um, and so you know I'd see things on TV, and maybe I don't, I don't even remember if I even used YouTube. Because, like, when I tell you the internet was trash, bro, it was useless. Garbage. So, <laughs> I think my freshman year of college, because I was being, because int- I was an art student, so I was being introduced to a whole new world of, like, anime and manga and comics and just everything. Because everybody there just had infinite knowledge, apparently. And I yeah. think the first one, because a lot of people talk about it a lot, the first one that I sought out to watch was Naruto. Without a shadow okay. of a doubt. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. And you watched that? You watched that uh, dubbed? I mean, subbed? Um. No, I'm pretty sure I watched it dubbed. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh, That's wild. I don't remember Naruto. what platform it was on. It wasn't on YouTube because YouTube wasn't was it Hulu that popular yet? No, this was in What's 2010. It? Well, Hulu existed in 2006. I didn't have Hulu. It was free back then. Hulu um, was free? Yeah, yeah. Hulu because back in the day the original model for Hulu was that it was it would just let you watch the shows that you missed on network TV mm-hmm. and it was just I think it was ad supported yeah, pretty much. Back when they were humble. And ah. yeah, and um yeah, before net, you know, before Netflix and all that stuff, and yeah, that's kind of how I watched a lot of TV shows when I was in college. It might have been um, then. Um, I mean, every, but I don't know. I don't know when Hulu got Naruto, but I know it got it, like, at some point. I feel like a lot of websites were sketchy back then, so I couldn't tell you if it wasn't Hulu based on sketchiness alone. But <laughs> the, the website was pretty sketchy. Uh, okay, it probably wasn't Hulu then. Hulu was pretty pretty professional at that point. Was it okay? Yeah, it might not have been. Yeah. Well, 
I've been thinking about it, and what you got? I don't know if it counts because you said you said something that wasn't on TV. It technically I saw Digimon on TV, but years later in high school, I found a website called like Digimon Spirit or something, and it's no longer up. <laughs> but GeoCities. No, it wasn't. <laughs> wow. Yeah, maybe. Um, but they had. They had download links for almost every, pretty much every episode of Digimon, including download. seasons I hadn't seen before. And Ooh. so, wow. you know, I usually, I, I don't these days as much, but I would get into arguments about Digimon and I'd be like, look guys, you don't understand. I've watched this recently. <laughs> that was because I had watched it all recent, basically in high school. I decided I'm just going to watch all of Digimon again. So up to that point. I downloaded everything. It was Adventure 1 and 2, Tamers, uh, Frontier, Savers, or Data Squad. And then, um, yeah, that was the first, that was like five seasons, five Digimon shows that I watched. And some I liked, some I didn't. And I had a 500 gigabyte hard drive that I had gotten for Christmas. And I loaded them all up on this hard drive. And I just carried them around. And I was so proud of my little library of Digimon. Uh, nice. Yeah. Other than that, I never, and that was the only one I even tried for a long time. When I was in college, I want to say my second year, I had a friend who, uh, this is at Georgia Tech. <laughs> I don't know how he got these episodes, but he had a server that was online that I could act. He gave mm. me a password to, and I could go into his personal library and stream and download whatever I wanted. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was where I watched. Code Geass for the first time. Mm. That was really cool. I probably watched a couple other things. I want to say I watched um, Mushishi. I think I watched mm. uh, that Quantum Mechanics show I've mentioned before. I can't remember that. Oh, it's called No Wayne. I think that was there. Um, yeah, there was a couple shows. I basically I didn't even know what I was looking for. I would just go in his library and be like, "All right, what's what looks interesting." um yeah he was a nice guy but uh yeah a lot of a lot of illegal anime downloading because at the time i just didn't know how to watch it i don't even know where these show what these shows are much less where they are and that's the most interesting thing about it like just you know in the wild wild west days there wasn't really other than like honest like uh man there used to be a store in the mall uh like hollywood video or not not hollywood video uh it was like a big store that had a lot of like dvds and i don't even know if it exists anymore but like that was like the only place that i knew you where you could buy like anime i, think I know what you're talking like, about yeah i can't remember that uh, man it used to be yeah. it was huge it had cds and in there too everything yeah. it was like that was like the place for anything cd oriented <laughs> dvd you know um and so, you know, like I said, I have an older brother and I know that like when I was in middle school, I was still like unaware of what was really happening. My brother would watch these shows with Rob, who's been on the podcast, hey, you know, and they were way above my pay grade. They were grown man shows <laughs> and I'm way too young and I wouldn't know what was going like. That's how I saw Neon Evangelion. Oh, yeah. Uh, and 
Samurai X, which is not a show that I can necessarily recommend publicly. <laughs> so, so I'm or not privately. recommending it publicly <laughs> or privately. Just said it. Truly. It's a recommendation. Um, and so, so there was a few animes that I saw, like Samurai X was just super brutal. And I just remember like, I don't know if it was Samurai X or uh, I forget the other one where like, I, I'm, I'm just going to be super real. What happened in it that they killed Jesus in oh it. Oh my. Like it was a wow. really, I can't, Not a fan. I can't remember. Why was Jesus I, even I mean, there? Dude, I was so young. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't even know what was happening, bro. I was just like, Answers. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. It was just. I, my, my sister and my brother talk about it periodically, and I and I, I need to just write down what it was. I think it might have been Samurai X or something else, but um, Ninja Scroll. It was Ninja Scroll, but um, uh-huh. which I've never gone back to watch, and I don't, I doubt I will. But don't blame you. Uh, so I, you know, Evangelion. I, I guess I, I guess that might have been the first anime that I ever watched that I didn't really know because I think that was dubbed. It was English dubbed, but it was. And they had it on like DVD, you know, uh, so, so yeah, like back then it was just hard to get access to it. And the only way, I mean, the internet was growing, and there was a very, very dedicated community of subbers, you know, like there was different clans, <laughs> and they were known for like how they translated words. And the cool thing about the the sub community was like they would explain details that you wouldn't get, you know from a dub right they would put up on the screen like uh, hey the the reason they say this word is because da, 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 they explain da, da, da. the like context you, oh, they, yeah they give you context that's awesome. and you pause it yeah and and so you learn a lot about like oh that's why they keep saying like men say you know or da, 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 da. like you just get context or why a certain image like in naruto there's these crows that say something once in a while and in english you don't get you, it just sounds like a crow going, you're stupid, or something like that. Right. But, like, it's saying a thing, and then there's, like, a context behind it, and you get this, like, like it was really cool. Um, huh. But there was really no other way but to, I, I think at the time, it was just pirated. And that's when Crunchyroll came around. Like, Crunchyroll became the first spot that was, like, kind of, sort of, not illegal. <laughs> to watch anime or fully affiliated it was definitely yeah, not illegal not fully because there's some anime <laughs> i know that I, it, I, it got better over time right <laughs> yeah right there's still like around? eventually yeah i mean it it, it 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 went it's like the dude who sells you know on the block and now he's got a a, 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 refi- a, a what do you call it a dispensary he went now, straight now yeah. that <laughs> he went straight you know um he survived humble beginnings but, yeah, Crunchyroll was like the first like legitimate, and you were sure you weren't gonna get a virus on Crunchyroll, but everywhere else was, man, <laughs> dangerous. It was dangerous, son. It was dangerous. Hope you like, you know, hope you like malware with your anime, <laughs> really, or pop ups. Just click on the wrong link. It's not a site, or you're going to another site you weren't ready for. So it was, it was, uh, it was dangerous. So, so let me ask you guys this, like. What do you think is like the biggest difference between Japanese animation, like an American animation? I know Steve, you're mentioning a little bit, but like when you think about the two, and as you've gotten older, because the thing is, like you know, Japanese animation. Well, I have thoughts about it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna plug any, put any thoughts in y'all's heads. 
what what do you what do you guys think is like the biggest differences or some of the things that really are clearly different for you when it comes to American animation, you know, to and Japanese animation? Mm. I could I could go, I guess. So I think I think the spectrum kind of starts with I mean, and this is just I guess from this side of things, growing up with American animation, <clears throat> the relationship to how I guess the entertainment on television is organized. Like when I think about popular animation, American animated series, you know, we could probably all guess the top two, like the the longest running animated series. Right. And they have like nearly identical formulas, carbon copied from, you know, since I guess the beginning of like common television, if you will, like the self-contained, sitcom episodic motif you know you got yeah whoa simpsons and family guy are up there right and so to me anime is characteristically different in the fact that you know it's in my experience again you know it's it's pretty linear like a lot of times you know yeah conflict is presented and resolved in a particular episode similar to how sitcoms do but at the end of it, it's still pushing forward like a larger story where yeah. common and uh, American animation, you know, Simpsons as a, as a reference doesn't push a larger narr- narrative forward. Everything that happens is fully self-contained. You watch that episode for that episode, not to get something like you don't have to watch the previous episode for any reason. But I feel like in anime, you in most cases need to unless it's, you know, filler or something. But so yeah you know it's it's interesting because i remember like thinking as a kid when like simpsons would come on it would come on at like 6 p.m every day Mm -hmm. right and uh i i know this because i used to get in trouble because i had like piano practice at like five or something and i would always like try to like like oh no at six or five thirty and i'd like see the episode of simpsons coming on and i'm like i don't want to go to piano practice but anyway um but it was always interesting because like you could watch, I remember like watching The Simpsons and like it occurring to me like, oh, all these episodes are just super random. Yeah. Like, like they're reruns, but they're not like linear, like you said. It's just like, this is from two years ago. This is from this year. This is from, you know, yeah. and it was just kind of like. Matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. It, but the motif stayed the same. The characters were the same. So you could always get something from it, you know. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that from an American adult animation standpoint american animation is just slice of life anime (laughs) yeah like think it really follows this the the sitcom yeah like like kyle think about like king of the hill i feel like that's people joke like oh king of the hill is just texas anime but it really kind of is if you think if you consider it as a slice of life anime it has a lot of i think has a lot of the characteristics that's like interesting storytelling Good characters. Um, I think it breaks the common mold too. Like there are a right, lot. Yeah, of, it absolutely does. Yeah, yeah. King of the Hill um, noticeably has a larger world than The Simpsons. Right, and it's interesting because it's made by the same person, no. Matt Groening. Right, Mike Judge. <laughs> no, it's Mike Judge who did oh, yeah. King of the Hill. I thought it was a had the same. 
Groaning. Guys. Groaning did Simpsons and Futurama. 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 Yeah. Futurama. That's right. You're right. You can tell because they don't have a massive overbite. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. You got to have a massive overbite. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think for me, one thing that I've always noticed, like, especially when it comes to children's animation, like, think about My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. And then, like, compare it to any, like, children's focused like uh animation like i think teen titans I, would be like ooh, the closest the closest thing the, yeah but 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 here's the thing that's interesting to me in this is you know is that like i feel like japanese animations their goal was to like mature with their viewers like mm. if you look at naruto like not all of them but like the long running ones like one piece naruto even bleach in some ways uh Dragon Ball Z, even it was like they started you as like, hey, you're a kid, and things are kind of like fun and like lighter, and we're telling you about friendship and not commas, and like you know, like you're getting it. And as you mature with the show, you know, you might have started showing you were like in sixth grade. Six years later, it's a much more like adult show. Yeah, you know, like Naruto really graduated with me. I felt like I grew up and Naruto grew up with me, you know, like most shows I feel like in America, it's like, this is the time, this is the feel, and this is what it is, right? Like Batman was Batman. Like it was a pretty dark, gritty show, but it didn't like have any nuance. You didn't follow the characters like Teen Titans, like you said, but it kind of felt like Teen Titans was was for like teenagers, like you go, they have teenage angst, but they weren't really growing up. Mm-mm. You know, you didn't see them. You saw, you saw them deal with complex and difficult situations, and there was kind of these overarching storylines. But the world didn't I, like become more adult around them. If that's around right. them, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that I don't know if it's like that. Sounds like it's like a gamble if you think about it. Like because you have to really believe that your show is pulling your audience along with you. And also, like, there's a much heavier onboarding for a Japanese animation, you know, an anime, than there is for, like, Teen Titans. Yeah. You know, like, sure, like, in Teen Titans, you don't know who Slade is. You don't know, you know, like, you might be confused about that stuff. But you can just watch a random episode and you can get it. But I'm sorry. Good luck watching a random episode of Naruto, (laughs) (laughs) you know, without context of all who these random characters are. Like, you could probably enjoy it a little bit, but it's probably mad confusing, you know? I don't know if I would say that that's a hallmark quality of anime, the fact that it grows up with the viewers. I mean, you me- you mentioned a few, but I'm like, I don't well, I think I'm most just noting do that. a big difference. I'm just noting one of the big differences. I don't think that's all animes because some don't do that. That's just one of the things that I've noted that I don't really see with American animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. And that's that's kind of a funny point you bring up, too, is because since american animation in you know this i guess this scenario does rely heavily on following the same structure as the sitcoms especially in the 90s uh to the point you just made the people in sitcoms did grow up like physically and so the stuff they would go through was different like i think of family matters yeah you know cuz i started watching that you know when urkel was he he was still a couple years older than me but he was still a kid and then mm-hmm. if you watch the the last few seasons, they're full-blown adults. And, yeah. and so 
Yeah, and that's something that doesn't translate. Like this, Bart Simpson's still like eleven, so you know, yes. <laughs> they didn't pull that side of it at all. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I I um, I don't know if it's like one thing that I can pull out and say. You know, I talked a lot about the fantasy elements and this. The, I already mentioned all the things pretty much that I think are different about anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. Really, though, the important differences are the uh, the differences in culture and in the industries involved. So, like, you know, obviously Japanese culture is fairly different from most from Western culture, especially American culture. Or at least it used to be. I'm sure uh, there's a lot more overlap now. But, like, you know, there's different values, different mm-hmm. cultural, like, touch points that people will relate to and you write around uh most anime from what i understand especially back in the day was based on manga like you didn't usually have anime original anime is usually based on a manga and now you have light novels and stuff um whereas not at all the case for american cartoons most american (laughs) shows it was just off the cuff not off the cuff but you know it was original Mm -hmm. so I guess that's the difference between like an original movie and a movie from a book. Not to say that anime is like bad in some way, but just that, you know, the the writing styles are going to be different if it was originally a different medium. Yeah. And I think that's why animes tend to be a little bit more deep, you know, because you, because like if you're writing writing well you know a comic book right like think about like marvel heroes mm-hmm. they they tend to be deeper like just there's something about the medium where if you're writing pains right you know if you're having a bubble like write text to kind of communicate things and you have these still images there's for some reason there's a a deepness or maybe it's just the the culture of the manga manhwa like comic book writer you know they're just maybe a little bit more adult in their approach. I don't, I, I can't really say I'm not like a, I don't have a lot of experience in that world, but it definitely feels like just the, just where anime is coming from is a lot more real. And I don't want to say, yeah, I think the word, I don't want to say grounded because you know, it's fantasy, but like, if you think about like, a like just name any American, like, anime uh, sorry animation mm-hmm. versus a japanese one a popular one like i i just think about say something like one piece one piece is super super popular in japan and one thing that one piece is trying to really really like deliver to their audience is like you never give up on your friends mm. that's like the lesson they want to teach kids and i guess also adults and it feels as if like everything that they do has this theme and and it's always super the relationships are super meaningful because this theme has to like resonate right like friendship nakama like you know anybody who watches one piece knows nakama even if you don't know japanese if you've watched the sub like it's super important but if i think of something like like I, i try to think of like powerpuff girls <laughs> you know like you know like that show was awesome and great and had the same demographic as his target but i'm sorry powerpuff girls was just like 
about the Powerpuff Girls doing goofy stuff in Mojo Jojo and <laughs> him, which is the most problematic character of all time. <laughs> and like all these different things, but it didn't seem like it had a meaning. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like What's the point? I love Powerpuff Girls, but I don't feel like I'll walk away with going like, man, that was crazy. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So what you made me think of uh, bringing up Powerpuff Girls was that there was an American animated show that I felt like kind of ticked a lot of the boxes that mm-hmm. Japanese animes do. You know do. what you're going to say. Samurai Jack. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Samurai Jack. What were you thinking? Avatar. I was thinking uh, Avatar. Avatar. Oh, yeah, that's definitely on the list too. But before that, yeah, Samurai Jack. Because it, I mean, just to, to make such an enthralling story, but still have ridiculousness happened i didn't i need to go back and wa- rewatch samurai jack now but yeah mm-hmm. that's definitely an honorary anime yeah and and i would even say i think if you look I, I remember when samurai jack came out and there was this big big push on the uh uh the release like when it first came out on cartoon network because the voice actor for samurai jack was a comedian from mad tv mm-hmm. and it was like oh really big that they're having this famous actor uh comedian and also, it was this big emphasis on Japanese culture, yeah. right? So I 100%. And then even the uh, the art style they talked about was the idea that they were trying to do something different for American animation where they didn't use borders, mm-hmm. like uh, outlines. It was all just like color, which yeah. I still don't, I, I don't understand because I'm not an artist. You probably do, Kyle. And, and I really feel like Samurai Jack was a real, like authentic approach approach at doing something in the animation space in the u.s you know yeah and i really do feel like they landed a lot of what they did from japanese culture and i promise you from anime i don't remember that being said when they're like on the build-up but i feel like yeah yeah when you watch that show it's it's oozing with that stuff and cartoon network still is like the champion for that that spirit today especially Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. If you've seen some mm-hmm. of the awful, awful, <laughs> horrifying stuff on, <laughs> on Adult Swim these days, like they're abs- they're absolutely trying to like get the weird, quirky, artistic expression. Like if you've seen the Adventures of Tigtone, Smiling Friends, look completely different. Both American cartoon. Well, I wouldn't call Tigtone a cartoon, but I guess yeah. it technically is. Um. Yeah, like mad props to Cartoon Network for doing that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like Cartoon Network was like taking the biggest chance. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like they knew, like, it's kind of like Amazon. Amazon will do reckless stuff because they know, like, we got all the money. (laughs) So it doesn't really matter if we fail here. Yeah. You know, and I feel like Cartoon Network had such a strong, like Disney could have done it. But Disney also is like, like, Mm -hmm. hey, we have a brand, which is like friendly family you know right. like they're kind of like nintendo it's like we we can't really break too far from it but uh cartoon network was willing but you know what's interesting as as of course i say you know what's interesting my favorite phrase <laughs> like um that if you think about how even american cartoons that were taking a chance on cartoon network they still fell back into that thing that kyle mentioned that idea that you could not know what's going on and you could watch any episode 
out of context of the whole story and still be able to watch it, Mm -hmm. you know? And Samurai Jack, that was definitely the case. But going to our good neighborhood friend Avatar, that was like one of the first shows that genuinely you could not just jump into Mm-hmm. and like fully get like there's some episodes you could get away with that right still appreciate but it really it. Re- yeah it really really played on what happened before and what was coming you know right. like what happened to <laughs> ong <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know and you know to qatar and everybody like you really need to know what the relationships that preceded them right like oh why is qatar feel some type of way about you know this character or that character mm-hmm. why ang feels some type of way about this and that and it really felt like the first real departure from that that sitcom method you know and avatar it premiered on nickelodeon right yeah 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 mm-hmm. and credit to them too yeah and i'm at least a couple of years ago i know cartoon network was kind of in hot water for having samey type shows again and so it seems like there's like the ups and downs when it comes to, I guess, what they try to put out there. Because I, I agree that Cartoon Network especially has given so many like random artists a platform to make their shows. And like they'll run for one season and, you know, at least somebody got to see their work and other stuff. I guess <laughs> you don't think anybody will watch it and it'll be a hit. Like it's it's insane because you don't really know what's going to catch. I mean, I know I just gave them mad props, but I also had to call them out for the problem solvers. That show was so garbage, dude. I don't remember that one. I've never. It barely. I've, I've, it barely went anywhere. It was really bad. Uh, <laughs> everyone. Yeah, I've, I've probably stopped paying attention to Adult Swim like a decade ago. <laughs> like, like unless something somebody told me to watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I just. Because everything that I wanted to see on Adult Swim was just anime, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so, I'm you know, and I'm trying to remember if Nickelodeon did another show because they did. They had Danny Phantom, right? Wasn't that Nickelodeon too? I think that was Nickelodeon. That was Nickelodeon. Yeah. 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 But to Danny, was Danny Phantom like to me? Danny Phantom felt sitcommy. Yeah. You know. They, they, I mean, they had Fairly Odd Parents. They had well, uh, Danny Phantom, kind of had like a, you know, episode of the week kind of thing. But there was definitely like a plot and progression happening. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that was kind of where, at least when we were getting older, where like American Animation, the older kind of, like middle school to high school ish animation was going like. Mm-hmm. We're gonna stay a little bit sitcommy, but we're gonna progress things a little bit. But you know, never too too much. You know, like yeah. just enough to. The only show that I felt like, and I don't even know. I mean, maybe this wasn't even a, an American show, but Beast Wars we talked about it before. <laughs> like Beast Wars was one of the first shows that really had a forward progressing plot and consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I just remember that standing out to me. And even, I mean. I mean, reboot, once again, we got to do a reboot, 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 reboot. <laughs> podcast, but like it had consequences and it had a story moving forward, but it was still sitcom. It's like, they were like, really like, we know this is what people want, but we can't take the risk, you know? Yeah. Like, 
You know, yeah, it seemed like so. it was it, even still now in most media, American media, especially, is there has to be a resolution in every every session. It's like if mm-hmm. if your if your episode ends without everything being resolved, or at least enough things being resolved for your viewers, then everybody's going to be unhappy unless you like fade in part two coming, you know, or something. <laughs> and I think anime especially takes their liberty with that where it'll it'll just leave you on a cliffhanger every time Mm -hmm. but did you well i don't know i was just thinking how well first of all before i say anything else i just posted a link in the discord i want you to look at the link i just posted Mm. and understand why i'm so mad at cartoon network okay let me look it's an image but what what were you saying uh steve so i was saying how (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah anyway i mean we can't sadly this is terrible podcast material but look up solve problem solvers with a z problem solvers (laughs) with a z with a z and you will see the terrible terrible it's the most whatever that eye-wateringly bad art they should be embarrassed and i just and i just suggested that we don't watch tigtone this looks worse than tigtone (laughs) um i mean i want to say this before you make your point don't forget your point there's only one other show that i think is worse than any show that you could ever say ever is super jail oh i actually love super jail (laughs) i think super jail super jail definitely has its upsides super jail is the only show that i have literally stopped watching because something so inappropriate (laughs) happened i was like i can't do this oh yeah yeah yeah. i can't recommend super jail that, that's Absolutely. what I'm saying. Like it, it was just so over the top. I was just like, not saying it's the worst show, but like, there's an episode that I literally we can't even talk about on this podcast. Yeah. But it was just too much. It was just the 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 best artistic merit of Super Jail is all of the detailed violence. They'll have a huge room with what feels like a hundred people dying in different ways at the same time, and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. this is incredible, and it's all. It's so detailed. Uh, that's that's the draw <laughs> of Super Jail. Yes. For and, me, it was and, the, and many other things. The camera direction, like they mm. would be whipping things around, drawing these yeah. characters from these different perspectives, and it's like most shows they'll only do that for like the intro scene. Every episode of Super Jail, they were doing these crazy foreshortening, and it was it was insane. Like every episode. So yeah. I, I think insanity is the exact word for that show. And, and, oh, and no listener on this show can I recommend Super no. to Just like I can't recommend Ninja Scroll. It's just not a show. But anyway, <laughs> what were you saying, Steve? Uh, up what were we talking about before? <laughs> yeah, I did. You derailed I like, yourself. I, say this. I did. Like I can't. I can't even bring it up. I was like, Steve's gonna lose his stuff. We were talking about the difference between Jap- Japanese animation, and adult animation. We were talking about how the episodic and oh, episodic like, stuff. You know, um, um, I don't and, remember exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna point out that I think American shows have gone the other direction now, where like they're too narratively driven. And oh, that's what I was gonna say. I'll get to that in a second. We're back. I remember when I watched Digimon. And I remember thinking, like, man, these these episodes, there's, I feel like a good episode, if you're trying to be in the middle of these two different ways of writing, a good episode will feel like it has, like, a character moment. Maybe not a plot resolution, but at least 
a minor resolution or something for the character so that the next episode will be different and better and like mm-hmm. whatever plot is moving forward can move forward. Uh, sometimes with like Digimon and probably a bunch of other shows, but I can, I'm in my brain. I can just see this happening right now in Digimon. They would just have the, they would, if it felt like they cut the episode when it came to America, they cut it differently than it used to be. They yeah. probably did it, but it just felt bad. It would be like, I, oh, and here comes the monster. What's going to happen? See you next time on Digimon Digital Adventures. And I'm oh, like, yeah. and it's the same with Pokemon. All that happens to Pokemon is they get rid of Team Rocket for the umpteenth time. Like, no one actually. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Not an actual yeah, I, I, I felt like, I feel like that's usually the the mark of a good, like, episodic show is when and the new Digimon actually does this really well where you know there is an overarching plot that's moving forward but each episode feels like something happens yeah and what aggression. i what i was yeah. about to complain about is that a lot of tv shows these days don't really have that there's the overarching plot and that's it like the episodes could have been cut if you had 8 episodes you could have made it into 12 episodes and the pacing wouldn't have changed much mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe the cliffhangers wouldn't line up, but like the in terms of like what the characters go through and like what happens, it doesn't feel like it really matters what long how long the episodes are, where they're cut, and that drives me crazy. Yeah, I can agree. In, in fact, that might be something you guys didn't like about we were talking a, a long time ago about WandaVision. Mm-hmm. WandaVision. Well, I don't know. WandaVision did kind of have progression every episode, but it really just felt like they were just progressing the mystery. Well, and that's the thing. It was like a progression to what end? Like, yeah. like where are you going? Like, I don't know. Like, every other show that exists on the planet at least gives you a premise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, WandaVision oddly somehow managed to not give you a premise. Uh, which is, I think, a masterpiece in its in itself. Yeah. Like, how do you make a show with no direction? Either you need a but... premise or you need money. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Oh, you know, and and I think one thing that like uh, anime always reminds me of is like, I don't know what even, I don't know what genre it is, but it's um, like, like The Walking Dead. Uh, it's the the lost it's the like dramatic kind of show with like some overarching thing you know that's Mm. like very character driven Mm -hmm. sometimes it is like plot driven like events are happening out of their control and i feel like anime's always felt like that but american shows that tends to be an adult audience show right right like the lost is not for kids the Walking Dead is definitely not for kids, no. but it felt like Japanese animation, though they saw their audience as children, they kind of treated their narratives like they were adults, mm-hmm. you know? And, but here in America, we're just, you know, I love Adventure Time, but that show, I mean, Adventure Time has a very, very, very deep, dark story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Adventure but, Time. But, but like, Usually. If you just looked at it, you'd be like, what is happening? And it's not like episode to episode isn't progressing the plot. It's just eventually they start to get really serious. <laughs> just out of nowhere, it feels yeah. like. Where 
anime feels like from the very beginning they're trying to progress the plot tell a story i also have all the cutesy fun goofy characters but at the same time there's something happening you know um and of course that's not every single anime but um you know a lot of them have that that formula of progression and meaningful you know stories and stuff like that you know and i think american uh you know animators and the production lines they they take those things into account on purpose because i feel like if they were given full reign with shows like adventure time and regular show because to me both of those had very similar dynamic where they Mm -hmm. it seemed like they did the episodic approach just to appeal to like their shareholders but what they really wanted to do started to shine later whenever the the concept was proven they had these huge followings all these fans, yeah. and they're like, okay. It builds out a ton of characters and lore that they can right. work with. And then they kind of let loose. But I think that, yeah, these episodes that are really, really memorable in those shows are probably the, the ones that are closest to what their original vision was. Mm. And and, that's, and that brings up this point that I think Steve mentioned earlier, that if you know anything about anime, is like most animes come from manga, right? Mm-hmm. And the benefit of coming from another source is that that source is the proving ground, right? Rarely do you hear about an anime coming from a manga that was like not well received, you know, like it's like, there's tons of manga, like tons and tons and tons of them, right? Like just probably more than there are comics, you know, or comics, you know, in the U S and, but we only see like a subset of that, like 10% make it to anime and by that time, they already know that there's an audience for this. They already know the show is good, mm-hmm. like the the story or the characters, whatever. And it's now just translating it to an anime, you know, versus in the U.S., you have to prove it as you're going. Like you said, like Adventure Time had to prove that it was popular when it had nothing other than a time slot on Cartoon Network, right. you know, and. So I kind of get the approach and the difficulty that like you don't get the benefit of like Marvel movies where you already had a baked in audience from the very beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, already have people who know what's who, you know, well, maybe they know who Iron Man is, but, you know, people who care about the medium. And I feel like that's something that American animation doesn't have the chance of. You have to you have to be good from the beginning. And the proven formula is the the sitcom formula you know versus something else like and i feel like that's why avatar was such a big risk mm. you know yep yeah and i think outside of the animation space i think that's also why the office is like a cult has a cult following because you know shows like that that really break i mean it was episodic in nature but if you watch the whole thing you know i feel like uh, i don't if if that was an animated series, that it would have gotten a lot of appreciation yeah. in the, in the similar way because they did go against the grain in so many ways to a positive result. But once again, I think The Office is an example of how we as Americans, like if I think if the first season of The Office existed, it would have got canceled. But the office was already successful oh, that's a good point. in the UK. Yeah, they stole it. 
You're right. So they stole it was already it. proven. Already proven. Man. So they they already <laughs> had like, oh, you know, the show, the first season's not that great. Because a lot of Office fans won't even watch the first season. <laughs> like, they'll just skip it and go straight, start from the second. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, like, as I, I, what, what, let me, this is a weird question. Mm-hmm. But when did you like feel like you knew you were an anime fan? Like, oh, I'm a weeb. I'm a you know, weeb. like, <laughs> like I'm here. Like, when did like it's kind of like the conversation we had about video games in the past. Where like, what's the difference between a person who plays video games and like a gamer? You know what I'm saying? Like somebody who watches anime and somebody who's like an actual anime fan. Mm. Or I mean, like, or you or do you even consider yourself an anime fan? I think. Like, I think the difference is when you start seeking out the next anime, right? Instead of like, oh, someone told me this show is good and I watched it and I liked it. If you're then like, okay, well, I'm just going to go back to whatever I was watching or whatever someone else suggests. Like, that's cool. But I think if you seek out something, then you're a fan. Mm. And that's kind of how I feel about games in general, but... But also, I would say anime. Huh. Okay. So, so when do you feel like you got to that point, like that you were seeking out? Um, probably when I was looking through this dude's server. Uh, <laughs> but if not, then it would have been like the next year when I was watching Attack on Titan and Bleach with my roommates, and like Ghost in the Shell. Like I would watch. I watched that again, like over a couple of years, over like a year. Um, I remember making. Uh, craft mac and cheese and throwing some sausage in there and eating that with uh ghost in the shell so <laughs> at that point that's that's so real you just had like you you relived that moment for a second you're like yeah. i remember i remember where i was where i was what my life was like it's, i remember it's the definitely. chairs i remember the table i sat at <laughs> that big fat laptop the laptop i was watching on i had to use this these this exact headphones i'm using right now so that I wouldn't disturb my roommate who was working, who was uh, studying right <laughs> next to me. Yeah. Wow. That's real. That's real. I mean, I, I can go into Kyle if you want to come. I mean, for me, it was definitely, it wasn't actually, I think Bleach is what hooked me. But I don't think it was Bleach that solidified me as an anime fan. Because I, I, I easily could have seen myself not going any further than Bleach. Because that was the only anime I was watching. It was Naruto. Naruto is what made me a true anime fan because I think Bleach was a pretty like singular experience in the sense that I I mean I shared if I knew somebody else was into Bleach I talked about Bleach but Naruto I think was the first show that I was like telling people they need to see like I feel like I converted my brother onto like my brother was already into anime so I'm not gonna say I made him an anime fan he was already anime fan and rob was already anime fan they were they preceded me but like i was telling them they they need to watch naruto you know like y'all you gotta watch naruto the show is so fire you know and like bleach yeah i shared bleach but i feel like naruto was like now i'm going to seek out other anime like this and and because naruto was still on the weekly release set schedule i was looking for stuff to fill the gap you know until naruto came out you know or like looking up stuff and finding new websites where people were talking about anime, you know, and like 
Bleach started the journey in anime. I mean, in anime, and Naruto guaranteed <laughs> that I, I'd never, never leave. You know, um, and it was a decade later till I got the finish of Naruto, but it, it, it never ended for me. You what, know? what would you say if I came in here and I was like, I don't think I am an anime fan. I don't think that ever happened to me. Then you'd be me. I just, <laughs> I would just say that you're lying to yourself. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess just from my own personal experience dealing with you, Steve, <laughs> you're li- I, I'm sorry. If you watch JoJo <laughs> on your yeah, good, own, good point. Like, you're an anime fan, unless you you said that, you know, your wife, your significant other, you know, was saying, you better watch JoJo with me. Okay. <laughs> we're through. But JoJo is not a show that, just like video games, like Dark Souls is not a game that you just give to, <laughs> like, you're, you're the first game you give to somebody when they're learning to play Babies video games. Babies like, <laughs> like, JoJo's. So, I just wouldn't believe you. It's a cap. Cap. cap that's what i say i call oh. cap on you hey you're hip you're like, don't cap me. i am hip <laughs> <laughs> so i i have to say based on the criteria hmm where do i fit uh you know i i think that there are very few things that i advocate for in general um Gaming definitely up there. Video games. Uh, so I, you know, if, if the question was there, it'd be without a shadow of a doubt. And so I hesitate to say that I'm not, but that I am in the same way you guys are, because I'll say for me, um, watching it uh, hasn't really drawn me into where I seek it out to watch more of it. Usually, whenever I get interested in an anime, it's either because of the music or the visual style. And so I'll more look up, you know, not highlights, not even, doesn't even have to be animated, but just different things about the artists um, who, you know, where their origins were, you know, reference. And then that'll bring me down tangents of other animes or I say animes, sorry. I'm still, I'm still learning anime, other anime and (laughs) the art styles of those. And so really, I just get caught up in looking versus watching a lot of times. And so I don't see myself finishing series. Um, And so I don't seek them out to watch them. And I think that started, if I had to give like an origin of where that started, I think it was in college. Um, There was a girl in one of my classes, an incredible anime artist. Her name was Devin. And... um, she was getting into it with one of our professors because uh, if any if anyone's ever heard about you know being an anime artist in any sort of school setting that's related to art you know they shy away they or, look down on it mm-hmm. right they, they they discourage drawing anime um, and so you know they were having a discussion and to give give credit you know my professor was pretty understanding but you know at this point it'd been a routine thing and they had discussion before. We're trying to specifically move you away from that for this project type of thing. And and so something along the lines of, well, you're they're all look they all look the same. This doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. You can you can change it up for right now. Um, because I think it was we were creating characters for like a walk cycle. And this girl got really emotional because she hmm. knew anime on a deep level and had done this research that I hadn't done before. And found out that kind of what you were alluding to earlier, 
is a lot of times when the shows are created, you know, the whole the whole world, the whole story is already written. But even before that, before any story takes place, they've developed each of the characters. And so she was saying that, you know, even the background characters who may not say a word, who are probably fuzzy in the background and just onlookers hmm. for the main characters, even even they have fully developed characters and things about them that explain why they're even there, who they are, what their motivations are, and all these different things. And like that really captivated me because I was like, there's there's so much more that's deeper here um, than, you know, that I guess I could glean from watching the show myself that I could get from getting into the heads of these artists. That's, uh, wow, that's deep. You know, <laughs> let, let me ask you a question, Kyle. So, we've talked about anime a little bit, and and one thing that you've said a few times as we've talked about anime is that, like, you're not as well-versed as, say, me and Steve, right? Yes. And I think I, like, would you, would you categorize yourself as, like, like, do you see yourself as, like, a person who watches anime or an anime fan? You know what I'm saying? Like... Do you see yourself as like, oh, like, I want to know what the coolest and most, you know, like, are you seeking anime like to truly like you just said it like you kind of seek it out to understand like the artist and the story and like the deeper things behind it. But would you say that you see yourself as like a anime fan in the sense of like, man, I I, got to watch an anime like I haven't done it in a while, you know, or is it more of a passive experience for you? Between those two, definitely the latter. There are times where I don't know what to watch, and so I'll scroll through anime and sometimes choose one. But I don't watch a whole lot of anything really outside of YouTube. And so there are anime-related things I watch on YouTube. I just don't watch full episodes. So the short answer is no. I, I don't seek out anime from like a yearning that I haven't watched in a while. Interesting. Now, now my now my next question is, do you feel that if you had been introduced to anime earlier in your life, like in a more tangible sense, and like some of the show, like because you said you watched Dragon Ball Z in college, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the like the forebears later in your life i guess you could say relatively do you think that you'd more likely be an anime fan if you had like you know in your teenage years your middle school elementary years been like already invested do you think that would make a big difference or do you just feel like maybe anime doesn't just resonate with you as much as like something like gaming or something like that so the reasons why i'm a gamer and a musician aren't because I necessarily like doing those things. But I think because of my personality, both of those things are around based based around community. I, I had some somebody to do these things with. And mm. so I think if I had a similar experience with anime where there was someone around that I could watch it with, talk to about it routinely, uh, you know, just have those developing interactions even when i was in college then 
then yeah, I've, especially early on, but yeah, I would, I would think it, I'd have a completely different outlook on it. Yeah, it's, it seems to me, if I can speak for Kyle or to Kyle about Kyle, with <laughs> Kyle. Kyle, um, we are, Kyle. it seems to me that you, and this is for video games as well, that maybe you don't really experience these things on a, like a personal emotional level as much. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because maybe I only think this because of the conversations we have about games, but we usually talk a lot about the mechanics and the way things are done and the art, you know, and like the 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 parts of it, not necessarily like, oh, how did it make you feel or like what was this experience like? Uh maybe with like Spider-Man you felt more like that. And I'm not saying that that's like a, the wrong way to appreciate games or something, but it does seem to correlate with how you appreciate anime, which is kind of at arm's length. Like, oh, this is really cool. Um, and and like what you just said, which is the community. Like, oh, I'll watch it with people and talk about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. You'll play games with us. You, I mean, you also play a ton of games that I would never play. But it <laughs> seems like you play them to explore. Like, oh, what did they do here? How did this mechanic work? Yes. Is that far off? No. No, that's that's it, and uh, and I think that's just because it it kind of cultivated. I used to do that with people, and so now it's just something that's kind of ingrained into me. You know, I I do it, yeah, I my alone yeah. now. But so you're like the kid who takes apart the stopwatch to see what's inside, mm-hmm. and then becomes the villain, <laughs> and then he realizes that anyone can make a watch. Anybody, human every, human life is worthless. <laughs> Everybody's a clock, and everybody can. <laughs> you know, all life um, has it, no meaning. It's so crazy because my next question to you, Kyle, is going to be like, "Do you think that your experience with anime might have not been detrimented, but maybe uh, didn't like really seed in you because it wasn't a communal experience?" Because I think that even for myself, when I think about anime, anime has always been communal, right? Like. I might watch something by myself, but I all like, like there's plenty of animes you guys will never know that I watched, but I think that in many ways it it feels very, very much like I'm a part of a greater community because when I started watching anime, it was with my friends and it was with my brother and like Rob and, you know, people I met in college, we would talk about it like, you know, oh, Heroic Eiji or Naruto or whatever, (laughs) like we would have something that bonded us together, mm-hmm. you know? And I think kind of like similarly, like I I really enjoy, like me and Kyle, for example, have had a few opportunities to jam together musically, mm-hmm. right? And I really enjoy music. Like I love music. And, but for me, it's never been a communal thing. It's always been something that I did by myself in the darkness, <laughs> like editing audio. That's what I do for this podcast. Like, you know, I have my cajon sitting right behind me, you know, my hand drum, uh, just for those who don't know what a cajon is. I mean, that's a super simplification, but like, I love playing it, but I won't ever play it by myself. You know, like I think about it, but if like Kyle were to come through and start pull his bass out, I'd be like, cool, let's, I would jam with him, but I wouldn't probably play it by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, I don't know if that's a human thing, but like, 
I, I feel like that really makes a difference. But now I don't need a community to watch anime with because I feel like it's just like you said, Kyle, it's like ingrained in you now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like I just play games because I played games before, you know, exactly. like it's just a part of me, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I wonder what, what. OK, let me ask you another question, Kyle. And then I'd like to hear your <laughs> thoughts, Steve, on h- how we could do this, no. because I, I <laughs> he said, no. I'm good. I, you're not getting my thoughts. Like, I I don't, I mean, this is, I don't normally do this, but no, I, I that'd be a lie. I'm always trying this to get people. This man does it all the yeah, time. All the time. He does it constantly. But, but th- think about this. How much do I pitch MMA to y'all to watch MMA? Like, never. Oh, yeah. Anymore. I'm Like, I might tell you how awesome it is, like, if it comes up in in context but i'm not gonna be like yo man you gotta watch everybody it's so cool <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's not my vibe oh, he's he's like, with us a lot. yeah i share with you guys a lot because that's what i partake and i see interesting things that i think might be relevant to you but i don't share everything with you guys right, right. like you know so so this is me asking you kyle what would it take do you think in your life now mm-hmm. for you to be a like full on anime fan weeb like me and Steve. Ooh. Like <clears throat> do you even think it's possible? Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna be like y'all. No, I'm just kidding. Uh I mean nobody can be as much of a weeb as, as Steve. Steve yeah. Like I'm trying to get to his level. But <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw him he had blue spiky hair and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and subtitles were under him. And I'm like, what is going I on? I just walk bro? around with subtitles. <laughs> And, and sometimes I can feel his killing intent. Like, it's just <laughs> like... spiritual can... pressure. <laughs> my Ryatsu. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shadow step He did me. tell us about a story involving a samurai oh, sword no. the other day. Uh-oh. So, I believe everything you just said. <laughs> it's like, oh, somebody's here. I can feel their <laughs> killing intent. Um, <laughs> Steve. But uh, what would it take, do you think, to make you a full-on anime fan so i wouldn't say i'm i don't like anime like i i do but i just don't like it and i don't feel the unction inclination to give it more attention than something else so Mm -hmm. i think ultimately you'd have to convince me to sacrifice something else because sacrifice your son <laughs> so because I, I think i think it's kind of like the, the same dilemma we kind of talk about you know which which games we're gonna play you know I, even the the i guess the reasons behind like this podcast sometimes is we're at a different stage in life to where sure if if i was younger one of the biggest reasons i would be able to get into anime more is because i'd be able to watch just as much anime as i played games because i'd have nothing but time but since i guess the issue at this stage is time then it's not so much convincing me to do it because i'd really like to do it but it's just instead of what would be the thing now interesting i wonder what would happen if we introduced Kyle to a show that really spoke to him? Yeah. I mean, but but I bet you a show does speak to him yeah. in some way. We gotta right? figure out what that show is. 
like I put it to you this way. So right now, especially, I'm I'm relative. I'm, I'm I'm pretty busy, and so I I may have two hours of recreational time. I put it that way every day, yeah. and so lately I've been playing God of War, right? And so mm-hmm. if I wanted to watch an anime, it would likely be in that same time slot. Interesting. What do you do during your lunch breaks? Today I played God of War during my lunch break. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it's it's already there, son. Yeah, you, you tried. I thought it, about that. I I watched my normal show instead. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I would pitch that. You know, and I don't know if it's okay. So you guys know I'm an MMA fan, but I didn't become an MMA fan until like maybe a few years ago. And actually, I was not, like, interested in MMA, like, at all. Uh, And I think what really changed it for me was, one, that it was communal. Like, so, you know, uh, my friends, Michael and Marcus, they're anime friends too, fans too, right? Anime. MMA fans. Anime friends. That's really weird in my brain. You lost me. (laughs) Let's try again. (laughs) Michael and Marcus are also mma fans as well okay and and because i always have somebody i can talk to about it it's good but also mma is like not that it's temporal but the events happen at a particular time right so oh there's a fight this weekend so i know that michael and marcus are are going to be watching the fights too you know even if we're not in the same place it's kind of a communal experience you know and it builds into our friendship and also, you know, there's interesting characters and there's interesting fights and it's entertaining. And also, I feel like the first time that I really got into an MMA fight was I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings with them and I felt the energy and the, you know, the passion that everybody else was around and it pulled me in. And I feel like it's hard to have experiences like that with like, I don't know, any other media, like a media, like I feel like the only way that I that Kyle would get really deep in the anime is if like we were all like watching something at the same time that was like releasing like weekly and we were all into it, you know, certainly wouldn't hurt. I think that would be the difference maker. But like nowadays it's so hard to like, you know, we all have little time. It's like hard to even get into that mindset, you know? I mean, I've been doing that. I've been watching attack on Titan every, every week when it comes out. Yeah, but it would have to, like I said, it has to be communal, not just something that, you know, it has to be something like, and that's Attack on Titan season four, <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, it's like, I'm not, I'm not saying that was the answer. I'm just saying like, I'm still doing that. I, I, I used to think that that would never happen, but I find myself waiting on hand and foot or on the edge of my seat. I don't know. It's a different expression entirely. <laughs> waiting on the edge of my seat all week for a new episode to come out. And what's communal about it is that um, I have a bunch of other friends who are also watching it as it comes out. Mm-hmm. And so every Monday morning we get on Slack and we're talking about what happened and like how it, what's going to happen next week. And are they really going to finish at the, at the end of season four? I doubt it. Um, so, is this the, so is this the first anime for you that you've been watching as it was coming out at the same time? Um, no, I think... I mean, I don't. I don't know. My first one was. I know that I watched. I was caught up on My Hero Academia for a while. I was caught up on Fire Force for a while. 
Uh, and when I say caught up, I mean, I actually would watch the new episode at some point after it came out. Uh, okay, but this is the first anime that you, in a while at least, where you're like thinking about it and like when it drops, you're like, okay, this is a priority. No, but it's the it's the first that I would say, yeah, it, I would say it's the first where it's a priority, but it's because it's the first that I knew other people were also watching and they'd be talking about exactly. it the day after it dropped. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's how I felt about Bleach and Naruto because I had a friend who ruined a big uh, reveal for me on Bleach because I was like a few days behind, oh. you know, yeah, a really huge one, like a huge one. And he just kind of mentioned it in passing. And I was like, bro, that stinks. You know? So, yeah. So I feel like it's like, yeah, it's like anything else. So I don't know if there's a way for us to do that with you, Kyle. Like if there's an anime that's coming out week to week, because I feel like everything just drops in batches nowadays. Yeah, whatever um, it is, it can't be on Netflix because and, they always yeah. just drop everything at once. And I'll, I'll say, yeah. if you if you want to suggest something I watch, you know, maybe also think of Mrs. Yams. Because we have watched through, like when we watched Arcane, we watched that together at yeah. at dinner, you know. We, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so if it's something that's also palatable for her, then I would also have that slot where I could watch it then too versus try to figure out how to watch it by myself. That's 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 interesting because I I feel you on that because there's things that me and Shailene watch that I don't necessarily watch like for example we just watched uh is it cake, you know? <laughs> and that show is you know it's one of those shows where you're like this show is so stupid. <laughs> like this is only going to get one season and then you're like I'd be down for another season, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a stupid show, but like there's certain shows that kind of fit us, you know, and I wouldn't say that Shailene's an anime fan at all. Like she'll watch it if, if it's the right one, you know, but yeah. So that's an interesting thought. Like, but it, I just think it's too many complicated factors to like, it's, yeah. it's hard to find something that we'll like that the girls will like. And that is currently coming out on a platform that we all yeah, share. A lot of have and, mm-hmm, and like it could be very convenient. Because like a video game is easy because we all, oh, let's download it. Let's play it together. Like, you know, it's us three who are going to play it. But yeah. like in anime, is very different. In anime, you don't really, it's like a passive experience. So it's like different, you know. We, um, could, ar- we could artificially do that. We could pick a show that's already out. And then just say, we're going to watch an episode every week on the same day and then talk about it the next day or something. And if you don't watch it, then you're going to be left out from the other two. Kind of like book yeah, club. But I, it's a book club. <laughs> but I feel like that's the thing. Like it, The difference between a book club and friends that you read books with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Like, it's something that is you're you're forcing into your life so it'll never feel... Like once once we stop doing the anime watching club, you know we'll return to our normal habits. You know, mm-hmm. uh, or or if one of us it, life gets busy and you know it's not a priority, so it's not that it's impossible. I just think that life is just life. You know, like how we get introduced to something really does affect how it matters in our lives. You know, can I make a suggestion for a show that maybe we could all watch together? 
slowly. Let's hear it. And with the with the uh, our respective women. You want to watch Digimon again, Steve? I want to watch <laughs> season three of Digimon. It's called Tamers. It's oh, like the most goodness. interesting and adult. Like it's the most mature. Did you? no of course not uh <laughs> I was like, show. Not, i i've you've already lost me i'm already <laughs> i love anime but i'm like bro there's a show it. i mean it's a kid's show i'm not gonna suggest that there's a show that i keep hearing about and i see memes about it's called ranking of kings i've heard of it you've heard of it have you heard of it no okay uh i do not know it's it seems to be on funimation and crunchyroll um and it's a really cute art style and it's about a i don't know too much but all i know is it's about a prince um who was born deaf and blind i think and he's just it's it's like a it seems like a wholesome show but really good people are calling it like one of the best anime of the season huh yeah i've i've heard of it as well and it's not like it's not like a shonen Right, it's not ultra violent. I mean, it might be violent. I don't know, but it, yeah, it's it's not the typical show that maybe I would watch or that I would tell you guys to watch. And I think Keisha would love it. Well, I think she would learn to love it. I think the first episode she'd be like, "What the heck?" But then she would get invested in the characters because apparently the characters are all incredible. So, 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 let, so let, let me ask you a real question, Steve. All right. If you introduce Ranking of Kings to your waifu. Would don't, she be able to? She's not a waifu. Your wife. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> don't put that juju on me. <laughs> to your your significant other, do you think she would be able to not watch it? Like, would she be able to wait forever for you know one for episode week a week to week? You know, I have like, no idea. <laughs> that's a no i think if i think if i would have to introduce the idea to her before we started watching the show like this is what we're gonna do prepare your heart we can watch one episode on sunday night or something which is when we've been watching uh uh, attack on titan and this is uh i'm assuming shows like on crunchyroll or something um i've done almost no research but when i googled it just now i saw a video on youtube that was on the Crunchyroll account and one on the Funimation account. So, oh, so it's one in the same now. <laughs> yeah, that is my research. <laughs> yeah. And and it's already out or it's like slowly releasing? I believe it's already out. Um, it either was slowly releasing and just finished or it will finish soon because it's a seasonal show, right? So, I mean, it's not going to... I've been hearing about it for, I want to say, close to a month now. So, it's probably pretty much done if not done. At least the season, the current season. So, uh, here's can a modif- we can we can look into it more though. Here's a modification to it. What if we do ranking of kings, but we watch ranking of kings like we would do for other shows, right? Like if it's season's already done, we would just like watch it at a pace, and then we'd rev- talk about it here on the show. And when it comes out in the next season. We try to commit to like seeking, like to watching it as it comes out, like week to week. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, what's the point? I, what's the point of not doing that now? Just because I just feel like it's, it's, it's just artificial. like artificial. Yes, yeah, artificial, and it is what it is. But I'm like, 
if we actually enjoy it and we get to the end of it and we talk about it and we're looking forward to like if attack on titan was on season two like right now i think we'd probably all be watching it together you know like but since it's on season four it's kind of hard you know it's like you know i'm done with season three but also like it's just a lot of mitigating factors but i feel like if we could get through it together and then I mean, I think we're going to be doing Super Agile Bros podcast for at least 17 years. So, like, the <laughs> so when the next season comes, we're already ready and we already know this already. So, like, it's just something that we're committed to. I don't know. I'm just trying to find a balance. Like, what's realistic and, like, how can we, like, do it together in the future? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it could be fun to do it. We can decide later. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm, I'm down to try. I mean, Kyle is hasn't said anything but i'm down to try i've just been listening i mean <laughs> <laughs> i i will throw my ride. cards with, with, as usual with the winning the winning side <laughs> and what <laughs> he's just waiting for a victor to come out like yep yep i agree with the the who, whoever is right <laughs> no i'm kidding uh, i'd be willing i mean yeah i think i'm kind of in the camp I, i'd be willing to to try it you know We'll we'll pretty much watch the first episode of anything, and so um, <laughs> at least you'll have some. I, I just imagine the first episode just being the most inappropriate, <laughs> out of pocket thing ever, and like Kyle, like looking at Mrs. Yams, like I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they set me up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, hey man, I mean, all I know is that anime is incredible. It. it Personally, for me, I don't watch anime as much as I used to, but it's like something that it's just ingrained in me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might not watch anime for a few months, and then all of a sudden I watch like three animes back to back. <laughs> you know, Snap. like that—that's just how it is. And I'll seek it out. It's like a a timing thing. Like right now, I'm playing Triangle Strategy. That's what I do in my free time. This man's playing anime. <laughs> i am living you it. know um and i'm loving it i'm loving it and um it's a very interesting experience but uh i don't know and anime is just it's something special man i still remember watching bleach in my my dorm eating skittles and just just being in that moment and drinking sprite that oh, and naruto sprite and yeah. skittles together not in i wouldn't pour the skittles in the sprite <laughs> i would eat the you skittles pour them together in your stomach You've yeah, never had like, Sprite you with did. your favorite candy before? Like, Honestly, man, Sprite is, Sprite is such a non-drink to me. <gasps> what? Wow. I'm about to get, that, those are fighting words. Yeah. I'm, ooh, I mean, I love, I love lemon lime. This man out here drinking like, Sierra Mist. That's almost as offensive as Nega Steve. That's, <laughs> that's right there. <laughs> I would say it's probably more offensive than Nega Steve. Nega Steve is, is not even on the radar. Um, no, Sierra Mist. I don't. I definitely don't prefer Sierra Mist. You're I don't know. I, just, I like the man. dark colored drinks. You guys know me. I'm all. You're I'm more dark. the Pepsi man. He yeah, I'm a, the... I'm a Pepsi man. Oh, okay. Interesting. No, I mean, honestly, I'm just a sugar. so it doesn't matter how i get it yeah you know uh so so yeah for me back in the day that's literally i it wasn't until a few years ago that i actually started drinking water like i mean i mean literally never i mean that literally um like i was telling somebody that i said like don't kool-aid got water (laughs) you know like you know so uh but that's not how our bodies work so 
I can see you sipping on. Whoa, what's this new beverage? Water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my yeah. first experience <laughs> with a similar like Skittles Sprite thing was uh, when I worked at Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, probably a quarter of my paycheck would go to whenever I closed the store. I would always buy a Sprite and a pack of Mike and Ikes. Oh, and that ritual that'd be my closing snack. Oh yeah, dude, every night. I mean, I definitely love sweets. I'm more. I, I like more of the fatty sweets, so like chocolate. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So the decadent, the like more. I don't want to say savory because that's not the right word, but things. Yeah, that really... or more of a full body flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what about Twix? Is that full body to you? Yeah, like caramel is good. <laughs> some caramel, some uh, caramel, some nougat. <laughs> some new yes good man yeah, i got some could, twix nougat is definitely one of those words that you could bleep out and make it sound like i'm saying something <laughs> mm. you know it's like as as an adult now like i can buy most anything that i ever wanted to as a kid like <laughs> any candy at least yeah and it's terrible because now i have to actually think to myself like this is not good for me. <laughs> i shouldn't have like, this <laughs> you know like the first time that i ate a whole bunch of like uh like oreos oh, just snap. back to back to back to back like a whole bag <laughs> in my mid to late 20s and then i was like oh my goodness my body is not <laughs> feeling this today you know like as a kid i'd be like eat a bag of like a bag of oreos get beat up by my brother cuz he'd be mad at me then i'd eat some skittles drink some sprite drink some fruitopia you know <laughs> like and i'd be straight you know, then go outside and play basketball without stretching. <laughs> you know? That's your fuel. You know, that was my fuel. This man you farting know. pure sugar. <laughs> just, just purely just, I'm dunking on fools. Yeah, like, Speaking of farting pure sugar. What? Let mm. me tell you about this show I watched recently called Larva. <laughs> there it is. Uh, we can actually do this tangent if you want. If there's something else you wanted to say Let, about it. Hold the larva because we're we're at that time. We need to wrap wrap it up. <laughs> How long is the? Yeah, you're right, you're right. We're about to have an early episode. Wow, is it early? Early is it early? Like yeah, I usually mean, we're like brushing up against two hours to attend. <laughs> no, we just started late because of me. So like we, this this would be a two hour podcast. I mean, sh- share about larva. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. No, let's no, stop we're at, here now. Let's we're stop here at now. Everyone's listening. Give the listeners a break. You, they're you anticipating the larva now. I, you have to talk about it now. Larva. Right. Let's so go. So Larva is this show on Netflix. It's 3D animation. Um, it's it's cheap animation. It's absolutely cheap. Or at least it looks cheap. Um, how do I describe this? It kind of has like, it has good textures, like high quality textures. But it also kind of feels like old Shrek movies. Like okay. that DreamWorks mm-hmm. era like not quite Pixar, but old DreamWorks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or old Pixar even. Okay. Uh, but the show, it's in, it's. I don't want to say it's incredible, but there's certain things that it does really, really well. So on its surface, it's really like the textures and the character designs are kind of ugly. The two main characters are these two cartoon larvae. And they're in kind of like a Bugs Life type situation, like a world so, like, mm-hmm. they're living in the city. There's not really any, like, specific city or lore or anything. They're just in a city. And the episode, the 20-minute episode is made up of, like, 10-minute or 2-minute, sorry, 10 one- or 2-minute clips. 
like self-contained little stories. There's no dialogue. It's just voice act, like screaming and groaning and voice acting and crying and stuff. And might I say, a lot of it's over the top screaming. Like some, I think they, I think they pull in like, like, uh, stock audio this of like movie screams sometimes. Like the Will Hang. Is one of the episodes? Yeah, in not the ball that. Like It'll can. be more like the, you know, like. It sounds really. Familiar. I can't do it. I'm not a voice actor. Anyway. But they're larvae. They don't talk. They use their tongues for everything because they don't have hands or feet. So, like, if they're trying to run, they will just stick their tongues out and use it kind of as, like, a monopod. And they'll, they'll like, limp around like that. When they hug each other, they use their tongues. When they're grabbing something, they use their tongues. I, um, I think I've seen this before. Yeah, you might have seen it before. And you might have immediately turned it off because that was that's my first reaction. <laughs> Um, but what I love about the show is one, they do really good job of with no dialogue, um, communicating the emotions and the thoughts of these characters. So these, it's like two little minute vignettes, I guess. And they, there will be a problem like, oh, it's really hot and they're trying to drink water, but the, or it's really cold and they're trying to find shelter or one of the other bugs is bullying them. Or they're in the shade, but the sun is really hot and the ground around them is boiling hot and the shade is moving. Like what, and the closest shade is across the sidewalk. You know, just really easy to understand problems that they're trying to solve quickly. And the humor is actually really good. It's kind of corny. There's lots of like fart and poop jokes, but like the gags are great, is what I'm trying to get at. You may have said this, um, but do, do some of the episodes take place like. They're in the sewer. Probably. I haven't seen any, but I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. There was an episode where the rain, the, the the street is flooded, it's raining, and they're getting washed into the storm drain. But one of them has grabbed a branch that's hanging off the off a low tree with his tongue. And then two or three of the bugs are grabbing each other in a line. And then a frog is grabbing trying to grab them with his tongue from the sidewalk and it's just very quick like the the tables will turn like four four times in like 10 seconds like they just gag after gag after gag and it's so funny like i was actually laughing out loud at this stupid what appears to be a kid's cartoon um and then it just wraps up. It's like a two minute thing and it goes to the next one. And I'm like, it's exhausting. You watch one episode and it feels like an hour. Um, wow. But yeah, I was, I was really impressed. I'm not going to keep watching the show because it is very off putting, but I'm really impressed with what they've done with what appears to be like a really low budget. Maybe one guy. I, I genuinely wish you could see my face right now <laughs> because I'm, I'm just picturing the larva. Is that close? I posted yes. in the Discord. My tongue is out. And I'm, <laughs> and he's, I just, he's working the mouse with his tongue. <laughs> and I moved the mic closer to me. Look, I don't know what you just said. But that just that sounded like the most crackheaded thing I've ever heard in my life. Like legit, right. I'm sitting here like somebody I don't even know if the person got paid for whatever you're watching, but somebody had an exchange of currency for this. And I just honestly don't know what is going on. I'm like specious. I'm genuinely specious. I'm like, what? It's on Netflix. And I'm assuming you watched this by yourself. 
I was I was with friends. We had some friends over. It came up on the screen. I clicked on it. We watched it for a few minutes. And I'm like, okay, this is this is enough. <laughs> That's enough. I was enjoying myself, but I was like, I feel yeah, self conscious. For the sake of your friends. And then for later for the sake during of your my relationships. <laughs> yeah, and then later during my lunch break, I finished the. You episode. returned. You wouldn't dare. You wouldn't dare watch this with. Steve. <laughs> I turned the lights <laughs> off. I closed. I locked the doors and closed the windows, and I finished the episode. Steve, what are you doing in there, Steve? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Put my tongue back in my mouth. Oh no! But yeah, I yes. was really, I was really mm. impressed. Um, as, as in terms of what it is and what it's setting out to be, I think it's nearly perfect. Huh. Well, I, I want to apologize to the the Academy Awards <laughs> and to. <laughs> To everybody watching, <laughs> that uh, that that wasn't anime, but that was something. And uh, I mean, it's animated. <laughs> it is. I don't. I don't even know if it's an American animation. That sounds like the kind of thing that's coming out of like. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it's Korean. Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, shout out to Kyrgyzstan. I'm not trying to, sh- you know, take any shots at y'all. I'm just saying, despite taking it shots. Seems you know, <laughs> I'm not taking shots. <laughs> I'm just saying that you know what you know I'm what y'all do. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, my point is that I don't even know what to say. Do you guys have any closing remarks? Because I'm literally trying to collect myself. <laughs> I thought of another show that uh, I thought I just want to mention it as like one of the other gateway animes, in my opinion. I think it's further on the side of like being more westernized, but <clears throat> the uh, Jackie Chan Adventures show. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. Jackie Chan. That was get solid. The talisman. Yeah. yeah, I love that show. I, I love that show. Yeah, it was, you know what's <laughs> weird? Incredible. It's, it's about like Asian culture, but it didn't feel as much like anime as Avatar did. Mm. Like it felt like an American cartoon to me. Yeah. I mean, maybe it feels more like Chinese animation or something. Like if you were to like watch Chinese, I don't have I don't know a good sense of Chinese animation. That, that's what I say. Like maybe maybe like Samurai Jack is to Japan, Jackie Chan Adventures is to Chinese animation. I don't know. I'm just saying something. I'm not. <laughs> I'm making, just talking, guys. Don't take <laughs> I, it for serious. I'm just saying maybe. I mean, it definitely had the the American formula, right? Like, but it definitely had a forward progressing plot. You know, um, and Jackie was always going, (laughs) (laughs) always falling from somewhere. Bad day, bad day, bad day, bad day, bad day, bad day. What what was it? Mumbai, 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 Chow. Look here, or whatever you'd say. I can't remember. (laughs) I love that show, man. It was great. That's thank you for reminding me. I'm gonna go look that up because I watch. It used to be it was on Hulu for a while or something. No kidding. Yeah, and I and I rewatched it. Uh, great show it might have been on netflix or something but i remember rewatching it on the digital platform but shout out to jackie chan adventure first of all jackie chan is my favorite martial artist goat you know and there's there's a lot of great ones but jackie chan is my favorite for sure um yeah i mean i assume you don't have any more last comments because steve no i don't deserve any going (laughs) that's uh we don't want another larva incident (laughs) <laughs> you ever watching a lot of videos about like retention, like YouTube retention, like well not watching those, but I've been watching like stuff from like really large YouTube creators and just what you know, what makes them, you know, successful and how they learn. 
and retention is one. And I feel like on our retention graph, <laughs> people are going to be turning off our podcast <laughs> to go watch this, that, that larva show. Like they're not, they're not mad at us. They're just like, I got to go see this now. Like what? No, they're not mad at on? us. They're mad at Steve. I honestly don't <laughs> think that would be a bad decision. If you're curious, <laughs> give it a look. But they you won't know. come back. They won't come back after they after they see it. Well, and they'll they come go, back. Oh, they'll come back because they want to know what I had to say. About no, it. no, no, no. They're going to say, "I don't want. I don't care what this man has to say <laughs> because if he's going to tell, even bring up Larva, <laughs> they'll be like, who, who, what he, kind of man? Exactly. I got. I got to know more about this man. He invalidates. This Sorry, ladies. Podcast. Sorry, ladies. I'm married, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note. We're going to wrap up this episode. Hey, you know, as always, I just want to thank the brothers themselves. Thank you, Kyle. Always thank a pleasure. For, for being here, you know. Uh, and thank you to the larva himself, Steve. Thank you. Brother Steve, you. the larva king. I'm answering, but it's with my tongue. So He's just scraping his uh, tongue across his mic. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, and, and of course he did it. Wow. I, I, without a doubt, I knew it was going to be done. I said, if you I called said, it out. <laughs> He's gonna do it. Um, it, We're not better for it. (laughs) And of course, I I like to thank myself. Yes, you're you're, you're welcome. Thank you, Brad. Um, (laughs) But no, really, uh, thank you everybody for watching. I guess listening, watching, hearing this episode of Super Ads. Smelling. As always, we appreciate uh, you know just being a part of our community, being a part of our family, being a part of Super Agile Bro Nation. Shout out to all our Super Agile Bros. Shout out to all of our Super Agile sisters. We love you guys. As always, remember you can follow us on Twitter at the SAB Podcast. And of course, we're on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We everywhere. We everywhere. everywhere. So just search us on the Googles and you'll find us, Super Agile Bros. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. And always, we're happy to have you. And until next time, peace.